Hi guys, we're the Night Club. I'm in Basho. I'm Satya. I'm James. And today we're going to be talking about the first three chapters of the book Night by Ellie Wiesel. Okay. So the first chapter it starts off with introduce, introducing Moist the Beetle. And um, all foreign Jews were expelled from Sehet except for him. And then by a miracle, Moish um, escapes. And then he tries to warn everyone, but no one believes him. And everyone just thinks he's crazy. And this was um, towards the end of 1942. And then on the seventh day of Passover, the Jewish leaders were arrested by Germans. They had to um, give away all their valuables and to the authorities. And they were forced to wear the yellow star. And then um, the narrator's father um, was summoned to a meeting and he's told the transports and the ghetto was to be liquidated entirely in the next few days. And um, the Jews were preparing for departure and they were not aware of where they were going to. Miss Natcher was introduced as a mad poor woman and two older sons have been deported. She hallucinates fires and frightens everyone else, freaking out, screaming about the fire where no one else could see it except her, but all she, all everyone saw was darkness. Everyone thought she was going insane, but she was given several blows to the head to knock her out because no one could withstand her. Everyone was hot and thirsty, and it smelled like they were being suffocated in a lack of air in the space of a small cattle car. The narrator and the family arrived at Kachu, where they were transferred to authority to the German army. They had eventually arrived in Bergkanu. Ominous, frightening arrival at Auschwitz. <clears throat> in chapter 3, they were forced from their homes in Siget and got moved to Birkenau in cattle cars. Ellie and his father were separated from his mother and sister during that time, and the people feared that they would die at any moment of time, and it was likely to happen. Uh, usually, when they were at the... Um, at Birkenau, they were stripped from their identities. Basically, they shaved their heads and they tattooed on them numbers. Eliezer and his father had to change their ages and occupation and was vaguely instructed by an inmate. Eliezer witnesses horrifying incidents such as babies being thrown in flames, uh, things that made him doubt his faith in God and he's told that he's in the concentration camp in Auschwitz his father was slapped during that during that whole incident Eliezer was furious but he was not frightened he become used to witnessing torture and suffering in the past days and weeks his tattoo number was A7713 and he usually had res- relative visits and questions about his family. Eliezer lies to him and he would be at peace and not panic about his family. 
Eliezer has been in Auschwitz working, being tortured for a couple weeks now. Throughout all this time, he's going back and forth with his faith in God. Okay, so before the chapters, we read the preface and the foreword. So how do you guys think that set the mood? How I think the preface and the foreword set the mood and the tone is it kind of makes me feel mournful because the narrator, Ellie, he's been through so much and it's kind of hard to put that on words in the foreword. So that's how I think the mood is. Uh, I agree with that. So... What do you think the author's purpose was in writing in this book? Writing this book? I feel like the author is trying to give recognition to... Or just... Like... Recognition to people who had to deal with going to a concentration camp and like what they had to deal with and like yeah yeah i agree because there's only so many there was only so many survivors left and not a lot of people believed in the run and it, i heard that it was a hard struggle for ellie to have people publish this book so he wrote it for um the jews to be recognized and what they've been through from the Nazis. Yeah, like, as a survivor, like, one of the very few survivors, he probably felt it was his duty to inform everyone about all the bad things that have happened. Okay, so moving on to, like, like, they introduced the setting, which was Saget, the little town in Transylvania and it's around 1941 and this is when uh, Ellie first met Moshi at the age of 13 and like we they the narrator shows how much they value God and religion and like they uh, even despite the father uh, prohibiting him to learn about the Kabbalah, he chose to do so anyways because he was always very eager to uh, find more out about his religion and everything. It's crazy to think about how people were treated back during the war. Yeah, I agree. And um, even with all the dedication that um, the Ellie had to learning about his religion, he even doubted it when he experienced everything in the in Auschwitz. That shows um, how bad and bad they were treated. So, what did you guys think that the night symbolized for Ellie? The night was probably like this time of like where you're safe like it was a time where nothing really went on so it, was, it wasn't it said somewhere in the book like they didn't want the night to end because that was the only time where they didn't have to really endure much torture and think about all the bad things going on around them 
I agree because at night you kind of feel safer and like and since it's dark no one's really going out trying to kill people and stuff I think I get what you're saying so to talk more about Moshi uh, who is what is Moshi to no what is Ellie towards Moshi So basically, what does Ellie think of Moshi? Okay, yeah. So basically, I'm. I think Ellie really respects uh, Moshi. Like he always really listens to everything he says and keeps it. Always keeps his teachings in mind. Like for example, on fifteen, this was when they hadn't gone to Auschwitz yet. But here it says. This is Ellie talking to someone in the ghetto, I believe, and it says, uh, Please don't ask me, sir. Don't ask questions. God alone can answer you. And that's something that Moshi taught him. So I thought it was really interesting how he kept that in mind and actually applied that to his life. So that kind of shows how he respects and values Moshi. I agree because of... If you um, really value someone and respect them, you'll start to follow things that they do, like... Yeah. So, how was Moshi able to escape? By miracle, I think he was injured or something. And, I don't know, I think something happened where he was injured and somehow he found a way to get out in the midst of that. But he kept exaggerating how it was a miracle and that there was no way for him to really get out. But no one really took him seriously. Like for any of the warnings he gave about what was to come. Um, I don't really blame the people that he was warning. Like, I don't really blame them for not believing him because to hear something like that, that people were so many people were going against your own people it's kind of hard to believe and the way he escaped was a miracle was a miracle as well so yeah exactly for a long time like they were pretty clueless of what was to come and completely unbothered and unaware of and they didn't pay any attention to his warnings because it just seemed so unrealistic yeah Um, thinking about the unrealistic things that happened, what do you guys think was the most, from the first few chapters, what do you think the most atrocious part about the concentration camps were? The most atrocious part of the whole thing was when Ellie described the burning, like in, in detail, the burning of babies. That was the most, that's the thing that I really yeah um another thing i noticed was the yellow star they had to wear uh so here it says on page 11 the yellow star so what it's not lethal and i thought that was interesting because the yellow star was you know meant to signify a jew and uh, if you had that yellow star on you were probably you know looked at as someone who should be in the concentration camps who's enduring torture suffering and like eventually killed or something 
so in a way it did kind of symbolize like it was kind of lethal in that way if that makes sense how does ellie describe his father okay so here it says uh my father was a cultured man rather unsentimental he didn't really display his feelings so not someone who's very open he's very reserved and like like it says here cultured um he also says that he was kind of viewed as someone with like a higher position in society i guess like people looked up to him cuz right here it says the jewish community of seget held him in highest esteem and his advice on public and even private matters was frequently sought okay so this is the nightclub and we're signing out Thank you.